Roxana Giorke, welcome to Rising Giants, and it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. With over 15 years of experience in the hospitality industry, you have been in and led many roles on your way to becoming general manager of Tribe Hotels in Phnom Penh, the first Tribe-branded hotel in Asia set to launch in the coming months. I think a great place to start would be if you could give a background of what your journey has been like leading up to your role today and touching on specific positions which influence you the most. I started in 2003 in the hotel industry. Uh, it was a job that uh, was uh, available at uh, what is now a JW Marriott Hotel back home. Um, I always like to, to work during my vacation. So um, I applied for a concierge position there. Um, and I was accepted for the position. Um, back then, like today, um, they were looking for, for young people, dynamic, willing to, to work in hospitality. So I started as a temporary job. And uh, day by day, uh, week by week, month by month, um, I fell in love with, with what I was doing. Um, I was very much enjoying communication with, uh, with other people, um, getting to know other cultures. Um, it was an eye-opener for me to, to get to know other cultures. Romania was not that open in terms of traveling and people were not um, traveling as much as uh, they are now. And coming from a communist country where we didn't have access to information and we, we didn't know much uh, about what is happening uh, on, on the other, in the other countries. Um, it was very interesting to, to discover different perspectives, different visions and different way of seeing things from, from other uh, people that I've met. So, I, as I said, I just, I just fell in love with what I was doing. It, I think it, it, it's something that I have within as well to help people and working in this industry is about helping and ensuring that people are, are comfortable. Um, not only the, the hotel guests, but the people that you are working with as well. So I moved from the concierge position to my first opening after three years and a half uh, on, a, let's say, um, next level position as a supervisor for the reception. And then bit by bit, I moved from supervisor to assistant front office manager to front office manager. My background is in rooms. So then I became front office reservations manager. And after that, I, I received the opportunity to do um, an MBA with my current company, Accor, uh, and SF Business School in Paris. So I did that for uh, nine months. And the purpose of, of this program uh, in the hotel industry is as well to prepare uh, hoteliers to, to, to become general managers. And after um, seven years and a half with Accor in, in my home country, 
Um, I received the chance to move as a deputy general manager to Prague, to Czech Republic, for two uh, aqua properties, a combo hotel, uh, Ibis and Novotel. And I stayed there for one year and a half. And after one year and a half, I accomplished my dream when I first started with Accor, which was to move to Asia. So I moved to China as um, director of rooms for uh, Sofitel, which currently it's uh, another property, another, another brand. And after two years, uh, last week with this property, I, I was asked to take a task force uh, mission for three months and a half, opening a new Sofitel in, in Shanghai as uh, executive assistant manager rooms, which I did uh, respecting the, the deadline that the owners have, have provided. And after that, I, I moved to, to Malaysia for another opening of another Sofitel. Um, I stayed in Malaysia almost three years um, as executive assistant manager in charge of rooms as well. After Malaysia, um, I moved to Thailand for again two years and a half as director of operations for another Accord brand, Pullman. And after that, um, I moved to Cambodia as of last year as the general manager for, for Tribe. A uh, new brand, exciting. Um, I fell in love with the concept of Tribe from the moment I saw the presentation and uh, the um, news that uh, Tribe is part of uh, a core portfolio. And almost one year now that uh, I'm, I'm part of uh, Tribe project in uh, Phnom Penh and in, and in Asia. Well, thank you so much for walking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that, that's that's the, the key story behind the becoming a general manager. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, thank you so much for going through your background and it's very clear and evident that every task that you've been uh you've you've kind of stepped up to the plate with you've done very well and have successfully been able to rise through ranks and now being general manager of um, the first tribe hotel in southeast asia located in Phnom Penh. it's a very very exciting opportunity and follow-on question from what you had mentioned there at the end, can you talk to us about the tribe brand and how it's shaking up the rules of hospitality? For tribe, it's more providing whatever guests are needing when they are in, in a hotel in terms of technology and in terms of accommodation. And on top of that is creating a community uh, for the guests staying in the hotel and as well for for, for the guests that are present on, on that specific location. We are not addressing only to, to the travelers. We are addressing to everyone that wants to, to be part of, of a community and that wants to, to share spaces that we, we have available. It goes to the extent of the teams as well. We, we call our team a collective. 
So it's about community as well within the teams and creative that collective within the team creates as well. It's reflecting as well on, on the guests that we are uh, welcoming to, to our property. Great. And the type of guests that you're welcoming to your property, how would you define the modern traveler and how is tribe catering to that traveler's needs? We, we talked a bit or we touched a bit uh, earlier the, the topic when we were talking about ages. Um, I think uh, modern traveler is uh, any person that feels the need to, to belong to a place. The way that we, we are looking at the modern traveler, it's um, more like a person that, that has the need of discovering the need of uh, being in uh, in a place that it's um, up to date with the technology and offers the, the spaces that are um, uh, addressing to the current times that we are living. It's a modern approach on, on if I can compare with the previous and uh, the existing business centers in, in uh, the standardized hotels. So it's, a, it's an upgrade to what people are expecting today, what the travelers are expecting today. And it's, it's done in, a, in an innovative way. Um, it's done in a flexible way. And it's done in a way that um, everyone can, can benefit from. Couldn't agree more on that too, especially today with a lot of digital nomads and people having the freedom to be able to work from their desired location. What you're offering is a great opportunity for someone to go into an environment which fully checks all the boxes that you had just mentioned. Um, and I, I would add to that, right? The, the guests that we are looking at, as I said, are, are more like explorers. Uh, they, they don't go to a hotel to, to stay in a hotel room. If they go to, if they will go, if they come to try, uh, in the room, they will just find what is really necessary, very handy, no need to look for, for hidden uh, items that, that you might need. Everything is very visible. Everything is done in a, in a very smart way. Just a small example, to, to support the, the smart way of how the, the tribe concept comes to, to the market. For, for the bathrooms that we have a tribe, we have a, a door that serves both as a shower door and as a bathroom door. So that makes it quite unique and, and modern. It's, it's the first hotel where, where I have seen that, to, to be very honest with you. Yeah, that, that, that would be the first time as well. It is a bit of this minimalist feel, right? It's You don't need the bells and whistles to really be impressed by a room when really you're more focused on the adventure, exploring the city that you're in mm -hmm. and really interacting with the culture there. And adding to, to that exploring, I think Nompeni, it's really a place that you can explore. 
And the location of, of, of tribe gives flexibility to, to go in any of the areas very quickly. And even surrounding the, the, the property, there are a lot of places to, to discover. As Ennismore announced the arrival of the tribe hotels in Southeast Asia, some of the countries that were in focus were Thailand, Indonesia, Singapore, Philippines, and Cambodia. And tribe's choice was to put the first chapter in Phnom Penh in Cambodia. So it's interesting if, if you have any insight as to compared to other countries in the region, why Cambodia was at the top of that list. Cambodia was at the top of that list because we consider it as a very unique destination. Uh, like I mentioned uh, earlier, um, we are um, addressing to, to explorers. And I personally believe, and the brand believes as well, that Cambodia um, is definitely a destination that uh, needs to be explored and needs to, to, to be brought to the attention of, of the public. Um, I, I was attending last week, just to, to give you uh, a parallel, I was attending a conference and there was a guest speaker who is a, a journalist and she, she actually shared the same as I shared with you, that Cambodia is a very unique place uh, and has so much to offer to the ones that are open to, to visit and to discover it. It's not only about Phnom Penh, I think it's generally about, about Cambodia, the, the culture, the people, and the, the beauties of, of Cambodia in, in general. I couldn't agree more. And that's something that both Max and I believe as well in terms of just amazing culture, people, opportunity all around. Cambodia is a very exciting country that in the next five to 10 years, as currently as well, but in the next five to 10 years, um, there's going to be a lot of exciting growth happening. So really looking forward to that. Before moving on, what were a few key things you know now, whether that's work or life, that you wish you had been told uh, when you first came to Cambodia on day one? What I didn't know before I came to, to Cambodia, and I like to discover um, when I'm in the country, uh, is how, how warm the people are. I, I didn't expect, I thought the Thai people are, are like very, very welcoming, very warm, but I was uh, pleasantly surprised to see how, how warm the people are here and how welcoming they are and willing to, to help and to, to support with the little that they have. And I am impressed about that almost every day. I find it very um, warming uh, that I get tuk-tuk driver in the morning that uh, smiles, you know, and asks how I am. It's it, it just makes a person day to to have such a start of of a day. 
Yeah, I think I actually, I think I remember seeing uh, just recently Cambodia was ranked uh, one of the, well, the world's friendliest country in, in Asia. Um, I think it was yeah. like number three globally, but yeah, it was only uh, like Philippines number two and yeah, Cambodia at the top. I didn't know about that either. So again, it was a very, very pleasant surprise. I don't like to, to go too much into discovering the, the place that I'm moving on from, from the other one. I just like to keep the my eyes open and to discover it bit by bit while I'm in that particular place. And I, I apply that with all the countries and all the, the places that I have been. And I'd rather discover myself than to be told um, because it, 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 people can have different ways of looking at situations, at uh, places. So it, it's better to, to discover by yourself rather to, to be told. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, agreed on that as well. I think it's, no, it's very nice to, to learn through uh, direct experience. What, what have you, uh, since, since being in Cambodia, what other like parts of the country have you managed to see? And um, it, are you, as you said earlier, you think Phnom, Phnom Penh is just the start of, of understanding Cambodia. Where are you also um, sort of excited to explore and, uh, you know, maybe even explore uh, new opportunities in, in different parts of Cambodia? Max, I have to say I would have loved to, to be able to travel more, but with the project ongoing, uh, I have very limited time. So I just took a short break for, for Christmas and uh, I went to an amazing place uh, in Siem Reap. I went to visit uh, the Angkor Wat. I have to say that I, I found within those couple of days that I, I was there, you know, peacefulness and such a calming uh, area that it, I was able to, to disconnect from, from work for a couple of days and just to, to visit the, the temple, um, visit the city, um, enjoy the greenery, enjoy the calmness of, of the area and just uh, take a break, you know, for, for, from the day-to-day -day life that it's, it's um, very alert. So I'm looking to, to discover the, the beach area. I'm a big fan of uh, seaside and ocean. And I was talking with, uh, with my colleagues here and they were mentioning that there are amazing uh, beach areas in, in uh, Cambodia to, to discover. So that is next on, on my list. Okay, great. And just quickly, could you also talk a little bit more about how, um, you know, this tribe hotel uh, will differentiate to some of the other tribe hotels that you have uh, across the other parts of the world, I believe there, there, some of them are in Australia as well, but this is the first one in this region. Tribe, it's, it's a very simple uh, concept. Um, as uh, I have explained earlier, uh, what makes a difference for, for this tribe um, is, first of all, that it's part of a bigger project 
that our owner uh, is developing, which is the post office square district. So try uh, itself the building, it's, it's part of, of this um, uh, development, which is very much focused again on bringing people uh, together. And the biggest difference uh, compared with the existing tribes, and I don't know exactly the development of, of the other ones, is that we have a very unique uh, restaurant on the rooftop called Hemisphere that will definitely uh, be a point of uh, a meeting point for, for everyone in, in Phnom Penh, or we are looking to make it a meeting point. It has some really um, modern features. Uh, and I definitely consider it uh, a differentiator within the other hotels. Uh, and uh, definitely will, uh, will make a, a change on, in the non-bank market. Yeah, no, I remember uh, just visiting a little bit myself and, and seeing the um, seeing how it would look. Um, obviously, not 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 fully, but um, yeah, it, it's a beautiful view. Uh, so excited to uh, to see that. And uh, just quickly, what what about um, you know arriving in Cambodia and, and you know setting this project uh, forward? What does it been like? Um, you know, dealing with some of these challenges of actually launching a physical a physical project that involves like a lot of construction and logistics and a lot of people management. How was um, how was that process and what were some of the challenges you encountered? I was pretty much prepared for for this because I, I had the experience of, of the other uh, openings. Um, the challenges that the biggest challenge that, that we faced um, was COVID, obviously. Uh, I, as I arrived, I, I wanted to, to come and see the site and the site was not um, open because of COVID cases and the restrictions and, and regulations back then uh, in Cambodia were different than they are today. Um, so that, that was a challenge. And then everything that uh, comes along with, with this, uh, as I mentioned, the, the slight delays uh, in terms of uh, items uh, being delivered at the hotel. Um, I, I was lucky, or yeah, let's call it, I was lucky to, to work with very dedicated people uh, from, from our owners uh, that uh, they put the trust on me and I am very much uh, involved in working. I was very much and I am very much involved in working with the project team of the hotel who has been very helpful. And it was, it was more like a collaboration uh, between people that shared uh, similar experiences. So it was uh, more like supporting each other with ideas, with the, um, with the uh, previous experiences on how we can uh, uh, accomplish uh, uh, our uh, mission. One of the challenges that I think everyone is facing now is that we had to, to work very much remotely. 
Um, so instead of having that uh, human interaction and uh, the usual uh, meetings, everything had to be done virtual. Uh, Zoom and Teams uh, became our best friends. Cambodia, I, I think it's not, it wasn't and it hasn't been as restrictive as any other uh, or other countries in, in Southeast Asia. And I took that as a, as a positive while coming to, to Cambodia and to Phnom Penh. I think a lot of people though, even in, when I arrived in Cambodia, the, it was very much a physical environment and everyone was you know, going to offices five days a week. And I think you know, the, the pandemic in 2021 that really hit Cambodia, I think it has changed that a little bit and made people more willing to, to work from home. But I, I think now we're seeing this like hybrid hybrid environment kind of emerge where you do most people I know, you know, on average are doing around three days in the three days in the office a week and then two days sort of uh, somewhere else. What, what, what do you, yeah. What, what are you seeing uh, for that in, in Cambodia and how does that relate to your sort of your co-working business that will, can, can I also just clarify? So the co-working is available for, for anyone in the city, but um, I guess it will also have a focus on, you know, serving the, the um, in-house guests. Correct, correct, mm -hmm. yeah. The co-working uh, space, it's available for everyone who, who, who wants to be in a very friendly, modern environment. Um, I think um, given what people have been experienced, uh, especially as I heard that Cambodia was uh, quite quite strict on not letting people go out from their houses at one point. That will, will uh, definitely uh, support our co-working space because people will just feel that need to, to be surrounded by people, but still uh, feel safe, feel um, that they are protected in, in, in an environment that is designated for, for work. I think people these days, based on, on the past two years, discovered a new way of working as well. Our co-working space is uh, dedicated to, 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 the, those, to that category of, of people. It's just another uh, step moving forward in, in um, probably soon putting back uh, the memories of the past two years. Right. And as much as COVID has been an, an awful occurrence that happened over these past couple of years, the opportunities that have come up for it in terms of flexibility in the work environment and, uh, and within the hospitality industry to return from a complete shutoff is, is, very, is very much apparent. Have you found the Cambodian market to be receptive to the style of co-working space? I would say that Cambodian market is very open to that. I just take an example now as a comparison. If you go um, at any brown cafe, uh, for example, in, in Phnom Penh, you will see a lot of uh, young people uh, meeting up and uh, definitely uh, starting um, uh, a project or working on, on projects 
uh, and the co-working space definitely addresses to, to this uh, category of, of guests. Uh, you definitely uh, see um, people that are just going back to meeting face-to-face -face, and the co-working space offer that possibility as well, having a site lounge that it's an open space uh, for these kind of meetings. I would say that Cambodia has a uh, and Phnom Penh uh, has a very young uh, population, and that population, uh, from from what I have seen, is um, as you said, uh, Dominic, uh, going into the digital nomads category, and I. As I mentioned, that the co-working space is looking to attract this kind of um, guests to 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 try, and that for sure it's an emerging uh, category in Cambodia. I'm I'm definitely impressed with uh, with with how many people uh, I see uh, mornings, afternoon. Uh, in, in the coffee shops, just working on, on different projects. And um, the way that we, we are going, we are targeting them, it's, you know, just keeping uh, the doors open for everyone, as I mentioned just earlier, and uh, making sure that we, we are providing a safe environment and making sure that we are providing the technology that they need to to um, complete their, their tasks and, and their projects. Right. And you mentioned opening doors for those working on projects and welcoming them. It's something that we're very excited with Tribe as Rising Giants and Tribe together to work uh, in a partnership in the future as well. So this is only just the beginning and we're really excited to go into your space once it's complete and, and do features and really continue to getting the word out there about uh, this, this revolutionary and, and, and new innovative space. We're looking forward as well. And, uh, <laughs> we're looking forward to, to welcome as many, uh, as many digital nomads uh, as possible to, to drive and to, to the co-working space too. Um, moving towards the competitive landscape, what sort of hotels is Tribe competing against in Pen on Pen right now? Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of our discussion, it's more like a, it, it is a lifestyle hotel. We were not able to identify hotels that are lifestyle properties uh, in, in uh, Phnom Penh. But of course, like in any business, we, we need to look at uh, the existing hotels on the market. There are not too many international brands um, present on, on the market either. So it, it, our um, mission to discover the competitors of Tribe uh, took longer uh, because we had to go literally and, and see um, the hotels, the local hotels that are on the market. But I would say that uh, as an example uh, of possible competitor for Tribe, we can look at uh, Baitong, who is quite known on, on the market and has a similar concept to, to Tribe. 
Um, it's, uh, it's quite new on the market as well. Uh, I would say uh, Marriott, it's, it's another uh, competitor because they are part of an international chain as well. Um, quite, quite modern uh, and good location in the city. And of course, I believe that the, the, there will be further developments uh, coming uh, up to, to Phnom Penh. We, we see more and more um, the interest of uh, international uh, brands to, to be present in, in um, Phnom Penh, and that is encouraging for, for us. Uh, and uh, that for sure will push us to, to, to perform better than our competitors and to make sure that uh, we create a loyalty uh, within our, our guests at trial. Great. And I just wanted to also uh, jump in and talk about what, what are the milestones that you expect to achieve uh, for 2022? Uh, do you have any sort of uh, goals in mind that, you, that you're looking to reach? Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, it will uh, not work out. Of course, we have uh, the first one is uh, to, to open the hotel and, and to create that um, buzz on, on, uh, on the market here in Phnom Penh. We are a business, so for sure we have uh, financial targets that, that we are looking to, to achieve. I would say last but not least is, uh, is uh, to create a, a very strong team that can provide that service that uh, we are aiming to, to our guests and bring uh, that loyalty of the guests towards tribe and towards uh, hemisphere. Great. And uh, just last question on this topic, um, as you grow and as you get used to sort of managing and uh, running this hotel in Cambodia, what, what is now unique about your leadership style that's adapted to this market? How do you kind of, how have you had to sort of rethink some of your, um, your maybe some of the management and some of the approaches that you have when compared to other countries that you've worked in? Given that this is the, the, the first mission as a general manager, what I learned uh, in time is that you need to listen to the people. I, I communicate a lot with the team and I, don't, I cannot say that I, I had to uh, adapt to the market because as I said at the beginning, the, the people here are very warm, warm and very supportive and, and that helps for sure uh, when you are in a new environment. Um, but in terms of, of my leadership style is that I, I give the freedom to everyone in the team to, to voice his uh, happiness or his sadness or his, uh, his point of view in general. And I always uh, listen to that and take it as something to improve or to develop or, or to, to bring to the next level. I, I like to, to, to keep in touch with, with uh, every member of, of the team here and um, it doesn't matter if it's uh, the executive chef or of 
one of the, the ladies that we have in the housekeeping team. Um, I always say hello, I always ask them how they are. So I kind of reply back with the same warmth and um, happiness that I get from them. And I think it's a, it's a support that we give to, to each other every day. And that's so important as a leader to creating this environment. Not only have you mentioned before with your guests, but with your with your colleagues that you can create a relationship of open communication, which will build trust, which will build confidence, allowing for them to be able to grow in their role and take on more responsibilities and eventually other leadership roles that will uh, eventually come about as tribe continues to grow over the next following years in, in Phnom Penh and across Cambodia. I'm a strong believer that um, uh, the, the people that want to grow uh, will grow. And I'm, I'm very happy to, to support uh, everyone that um, is dedicated to, to, to this industry because it offers a lot of positive uh, rewards and it, it develops uh, personalities as well. I, I know that we are here to, to develop people and I'm very happy to, to have such uh, persons in, in our team. And as I said, I'm, I'm very happy to, to support them and to develop them. And I hope that uh, one day uh, each one of them will, will have the chance to, to get to uh, the positions that they have in mind. Uh, not everybody wants to be a general manager, to, to, to be honest with you, <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy to, to share that um, within the team that I have, especially the, the leaders team of, of Tribe, um, each of, of my team members have uh, a lot of potential to grow and, and to develop uh, a very successful career within the hotel industry. Um, and the main reason for that is uh, because uh, they are very passionate about what, what they are doing and very much involved in, in creating the success of uh, tribe their, their current uh, workspace. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I am sold. When can I apply for the next open position? <laughs> can I send over yeah, my CV you, as soon as possible? <laughs> you have my email address. Happy to get your CV and, and happy to look, happy to look for, for uh, to create a position for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. As we transition into the last section of our, of our conversation into the habits and advice piece, uh, I want to ask, what are some of the habits you install in yourself to stay motivated or self-accountable? I wake up pretty much the same time every day. Um, and I always start with uh, my 10 minutes of uh, 10, 15 minutes of meditation. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a working day or if it's a day off. 
the way to stay motivated starts with the way that I start my day as well, because during that meditation, I get a chance to, to clear my mind and to, to set up, a, to, to visualize my day and to set up goals for the day. Um, and even if it's a, a day off, I, I still keep the habit of setting up some, some goals that I need to, to accomplish during my day off. Putting uh, the passion into to completing uh, milestones and getting the, the project to, to full completion. Um, it, it comes as well from how my, my parents raised me and, and the education that I received from them. And it comes as well from educating myself on um, staying focused and, and putting goals behind and putting deadlines in order to, to make sure that uh, things are completed in, in due time. It's very interesting because you, just like a lot of our previous guests as well, have mentioned some sort of meditating yoga or just time to be with yourself to have some sort of clarity or just time to, to focus and get ready for the day ahead. And it's really interesting because a lot of, a lot of, of leaders that we've had on the show have said this before too. It's, um, you know, when, when you start your day, you, you are interacting with so many people and it, it, you can be torn in different, different uh, activities and different uh, discussions. And if you don't have that vision of your day and what you want to accomplish at the end of the day, it, it, can, it can be challenging. And uh, it, it's like, like you said, it's, it's about self-educating yourself as well. Right, exactly. And as you've mentioned before, you, you've faced a lot of challenges with opening this tribe location. And, you know, previously you may have faced some other challenges in your other roles coming up to this point. How have you handled adversity and doubt during those times? Uh I looked always at the, the positive part uh, of every situation that I had encountered. Um, even if at the beginning uh, it might look uh, like it's the end of the world for some, uh, or a very um, negative uh, situation, um, I learned in time that not everything that looks negative at the first look, it's actually negative. Um, uh, each challenge uh, or let's say hiccup on the way um, has a solution. And from that, I developed that um, you have a plan that you start with, but you always need to have a plan B or a plan C for every situation that might come up on the way. Um, and that is what um, I have been sharing with, with the team here and with the previous teams that I have worked. 
it wasn't like this from the beginning. It came in time and it came after uh, years of experiences. Um, I cannot say that I, I managed to, to find solutions to everything, but at least there is a different approach to every challenge that, that we are facing. And that's a, that's a very great way. I couldn't agree more. That's a very great way to, to look at it too, is that if the plan that you set out doesn't work, then it isn't the end of the world. There are other solutions to the problem. You just have to be prepared or at least challenge yourself to think in a different way to face them. So I, I, I couldn't agree more on that. If you could have coffee with anyone living or dead, who would you choose and why? I would choose uh, Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth. I admire her and I think she's a very strong character. Uh, being the, the longest uh, alive uh, monarch in, in the history, um, I am 120% sure that I, I would definitely learn something from her. And I and I would I would get inspired only by having one coffee with uh, with her. Maybe a coffee or a tea. I don't know, Max. What I, what do you think? <laughs> I would say the, the tea more than the coffee. <laughs> yeah, I Max, think, I think maybe you can give me more insight on that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I think she likes tea from what I hear. <laughs> And the traditional closing question that we like to ask each of our guests is what's the most important piece of advice that you've ever been given? I received this piece of advice from my father. Uh, um, and it says, uh, stay as you are, grow yourself, develop yourself into a better person, listen to the others, and take the goods as goods and leave the bad as bad. That's a fantastic quote and a perfect way to close out this incredible conversation. Roxana, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today mm -hmm. about your background, the current status of Tribe Hotel, which we are very excited to and looking forward to when it opens later this year. And we will be for sure coming by, checking out the location and being able to share with our audience more about this very innovative and exciting location that's opening in pen on pen at uh, one post office square. So thank you so much again for your time. Thank you as well. It was a pleasure to, to be here with uh, you, Dominic, and with you, Max.